This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together, presented by the Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Always, always, always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio when it comes to Harry Douglas and Cam Usury and Devin Kane and Shannon Penn. I hope all my boys had a happy Thanksgiving weekend and people can't see it right now, but Harry Douglas is so excited about his Atlanta Falcons being in first place at the Thanksgiving weekend. He has actually put on his Atlanta Falcons red helmet with a black ah, hawk on the side. That's how excited he is. You even got the visor on the helmet, as a matter of fact. I, I sure do. This is the one I use when I play. And the reason why I'm wearing the red throwback helmet is because that's what the Atlanta Falcons wore this weekend <laughs> when they beat their rival, New Orleans Saints. They say, who that? Damn it, we that. Y'all knew I was going to come on here today and act a fool. And now let me talk to <laughs> let me talk to everyone I work with right now at ESPN on Freddie and Harry. Because, see, on Saturday, y'all had so much to say to me <laughs> when my Louisville Cardinals lost to Kentucky. We did. So yesterday on Sunday, I didn't get one damn text message from any of you <laughs> saying, man, Harry, your Falcons did their job. They won. So I, I didn't, I, you know what? I was okay with that. I said, I'm going to save it until Monday, until we start our show. I'm going to put on this helmet, and I'm going to bring it up to all you farmers that didn't text me when the Falcons won yesterday. Look how God worked. Won't he do it? He might not come when you want him to, but he going to always be on time. Can you imagine how he would sound and feel today? If the Falcons actually had a winning record leading the NFC South. <laughs> oh, can, can you imagine how that would have sounded from Harry Douglas if his Falcons had a record above 500? See, I knew I knew Harry was calling the Browns Broncos game for ESPN Radio. I didn't uh, want to. I didn't want to disturb him. That's all. Oh, that's what. Yeah, nice try. I'm, even I'm not buying that. Yeah, we wanted to make sure he was me. focused. I'm that's not, all. Yeah, he's got to yeah. stay focused. Me, I, I'm not buying you know that you part got, too. You guys are right. Let me tell y'all how focused I was. Mm-hmm. Before the game start, I had it on my iPad in front of me, right. and I was watching it on the big screen uh-huh. in the stadium. Yes, so yes. that's I was focused. Yes. I was focused on the job I was about to do, uh-huh. and then I was focused on the game that was going on between the Falcons and the Saints. I was focused. I, I sure was on both things at one time. Oh, my goodness. It's already gotten started. Like we mentioned, we hope everybody out there had a great Thanksgiving weekend, although I don't think anybody had the kind of Thanksgiving weekend that Harry Douglas had with the Falcons <laughs> being the one bird that did not get cooked this weekend as they beat the Saints and now they're in first place in the NFC South. You can be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. Do that on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Freddie and Harry, part of ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season. Or Harry just giving the business to Devin Kane and Shannon Penn without the delicious taste of ice-cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one. 
that fans deserve. In 10 minutes, you're going to find out what Eagles player said this. We continue to find ways to win. We play together. We, uh, we've shown our resiliency. And why that's a problem for plenty of people who are not Eagles fans. That comes your way in about 10 minutes. But it's never a problem that we kick off the show like this. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Another year and another firing by the Carolina Panthers when it comes to a head coach. We should have expected this, especially after yesterday. Carolina Panthers, not just an in for a worse, Harry. One in 10 team. 0-6 on the road. David Tepper, their owner, purchased this team in 2018 for $2.275 billion. They have moved on from five different coaches ever since he's taken over this franchise when it comes to Carolina Panthers. So we should not have been surprised. After they lost yesterday, 17-10 to Tennessee Titans, that word came out that he yelled a curse word in the locker room, leaving the locker room. We had to have known right then and there. That was going to be it for Frank Reich being a head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and I would say this. I'm not surprised. um, But for me, Freddie, everything starts at the top, Mm -hmm. right? And what I mean by the top, it starts with the owner. And if you don't have stability within your ownership or if that guy or woman doesn't show stability in their decision-making and a lot of things that they do, how can the middle – of the organization how can the bottom of the organization have stability right it's it's humanly impossible in my opinion now with me saying that at the same time you look at this football team in carolina and they have a deficiency on the offensive line Mm -hmm. they have a deficiency when it comes to the skill position players they need more receivers to be able to get open for bryce young bryce young at alabama played with better receivers than he's had in the national football league think about that that's no lie that's Think about how crazy that is. But at the same time, when you look at Frank Wright being the head coach of the football team at the time before he got let go of his duties uh, today, you you had situations where he's given the play call duties to Thomas Brown, taking the play call duties back. So mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm thinking there's no stability within Frank Wright as the head coach. Because if you're going back and forth like that, just imagine the quarterback having to deal with that many different things within a football season on top of not having a supporting cast around him. Right. That's that's difficult for any number one draft pick. And we always get enamored by guys going number one overall. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, something. If you don't have pieces around them, I don't care how good they are talent-wise. If you don't have the supporting cast, it's going to be difficult for them to have success. We've seen that with Josh Allen. He was a first-round pick, not number one overall, but he was a first-round pick, mm-hmm. right? We've seen that with Jalen Hurts before. Absolutely. He was able to get talent around him. We've seen that in numerous of situations uh, and Bryce Young is not the first one. So I think they do have an uphill battle trying to figure this thing out and how to get out of this dark hole that their organization is in right now. Well, this is what they get for moving on from Steve Wilkes. 100%. Because they look like a team that knew what the hell they were doing after they moved on from Matt Rule in the middle of the season last year when they decided not to keep him in the building and now he's landed at Nebraska. Steve Wilkes had that team looking like a team that knew what the heck they were doing. Sam Darnold hadn't played that well in his NFL life, which is not saying much, but still. They were a cohesive unit. They had whatever talent was on both sides of the ball, he made that work, and they were a contending team towards the latter part of the season when everything fell apart around them. So this is what you get David Tepper as an owner by moving on from a guy that had a chance to get a second chance, deserved an opportunity to get a second chance, 
made the most of that second chance in a practically unwinnable situation and had your team thinking playoffs by the end of the year because everybody fouled his lead when things not work out for Matt Rule. This is also what happens when you have an owner who treats an NFL franchise like it's a pop-up store at the mall. And as long as that continues to happen in Carolina, because he's not going to stop, David Tepper. Plenty of people always believe, I know better than the people I've hired to know football. And when you have that situation, you get this each and every year. Because Shannon Penn and Devin Cannon producers pointed this out. What if next year, whoever he hires, whoever decides to take on this job and says, you know what, I can work with this owner. Well, bring some Pepto-Bismol if that's going to be the case. What's going to happen <laughs> next year? What if they go 0-9 to start the season? Oh, 1-10. And, and then you got your owner yelling bleep at the end of a ball game, and is he going to fire you too? Those are the kind of decision makers that continue to treat franchise like a pop-up store in the mall. And you know what happens? You never win a damn thing when you employ that kind of strategy just because you're the guy signing checks like David Tepper is with the Carolina Panthers. And it's sad, Freddie, because when you look at the Panthers organization, they have fired their head coach midseason three times in the last five seasons. Oh, boy. Think about how many times that is. And then when it comes to Frank Wright, his 11 games as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers is the shortest head coaching tenure in the NFL in NFL history. That, that that's that's unbelievable. But then also I would say this when you look at David Tepper as an owner, when you look at other teams across the National Football League, you look at how Mike McDaniel and how he's able to relate to his players. You look at D'Amico Ryans in his first year with Bobby Slowick, a first-year play caller, and how C.J. Stroud is playing. Not just C.J. Stroud, right. but Tank Dale. I wonder how much right? of that played in his decision, based on what I, you it, just it, said. It had, to, it, had, it had to a little bit. Kevin O'Connell at, at, at Minnesota, right? It, it had to play a part because Frank Wright, we got to remember this, he was with the Indianapolis Colts. He got fired midseason. And then instantly he got hired by the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think – and we all – let me not get this wrong. We all thought that was going to be a home run hire for sure. whoever went number one overall. It just didn't work out that way, right? But when you have those coaches having the success and they're younger and you're seeing that as an owner, you're saying to yourself, well, man, maybe I should have went a little younger for, for my next head coach. Well, put it this way. You can have that – in your mind process and your thought process, but you can't just move on after 11, 11 games, in my opinion. You, yeah, he didn't you even gotta, finish the season. Right, but play the season out because what are you gaining by bringing somebody else in again midseason because you wanted to move on from a head coach? It didn't make sense to me last year when David Tepper did this, moved on from Matt Rule. It wasn't working out, but at least let it play out because you're not gaining anything by moving on from somebody in the middle of the season. And once again, if you're Frank Wright, becoming the first NFL coach to be fired in back-to-back seasons, this is what happens when you have an owner that says, hey, why can't we do what you just said, Harry? Why are we not having the same success? And we took that guy, number one in the draft, and Bryce Young. Never mind the fact that his offensive line was in tatters before the season got started. Yep. You mentioned a better wide He probably better wide receiver in the scout team last year at Alabama than he had in the National Football League. But yet, you got an owner that looks at oh, Get rid of that guy. Get rid of that guy. Get rid of that guy. What if it's like the same thing next year? He's going to have the same practice. Get rid of that guy in Carolina. Makes no and, sense. And that's the that's the the mind boggling part because when I look at this organization, they're not one year away. In my opinion, they're not two years away. They're, they're probably three to five years away from being where they want to be because they need so much on that football team. But I, I, I'll say this, and I'll say it. I'll say it again, Freddie. 
if there's no stability at the top, if there's no stability across the board, how are you going to have success hiring these coaches? How are you going to have that success within your program year in and year out? It doesn't work like that. Stability is important. It really is, man. And it's not just important in sports. It's important in everyday life. Don't we see it all the time in households when there's no stability? Yeah. We see kids sporadic and all over the place. Do we not see that? Yeah, so what, what, what makes people think it's going to be different when it comes to sports? It's the same thing. Yeah, that's completely, completely on point. In case you missed the news, Carolina Panthers, they not only move on from Frank Reich as a head coach, they also moved on from the quarterback's coach and Josh McCown and also assistant head coach, running backs coach, Deuce Staley. Special teams coach Chris Tabor has been appointed as the interim head coach. Offense coordinator Thomas Brown still assumed play calling duties. He'll get help from senior assistant Jim Caldwell, who, by the way, should be an NFL head coach. Well, well that's another story for another day. Well, well here, here's my thing. Like, what if Jim Caldwell is the next guy in line to get that job? He should get the job. He's I earned agree. it. He should have gotten the job two, three different times since the Detroit Lions moved on from him, and then it took another four coaches where they finally got it right with Dan Campbell. That guy should have been in the NFL once again as a head coach. Hey, David Tepper, you're a grown man. Do the right thing. That should be your next head coach of the Carolina Panthers when it comes to Jim Caldwell. Spike Lee made a movie about it, didn't he? Do the right thing. Yeah. Listen to Spike. With David Tepper, like, I'm going to do the pop-up in my mind thing. (laughs) That has not worked. A proud untradition since 2018 since he took over the Carolina Panthers. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. And Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. So if you need protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE at Progressive.com. Hurts on a quarterback draw. He's at the five. He's in. Touchdown. The Eagles win. Hurts does it again. Hurts does it again. Are you kidding me? We have a mentally tough group as well as as physically tough that just stuck with it and kept fighting and it turned. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. So why do plenty of people continue to look at the Eagles and say, that doesn't look right? Never mind the final call you heard from Merrill Reese on Sports Radio 94 WIP. They're the only team in the NFL with only one loss. And there are plenty of pundits in the media, not Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. We keep telling you people, they like that Steven Seagal movie, Hard to Kill. The Eagles are better than that movie, but that is who they are. But you keep disrespecting the Eagles, and Jalen Hurts, Eagles quarterback, has a message for you. We continue to find ways to win. We play together. We, uh, we've shown our resiliency. Uh, Day in and day out, game in and game out, we've been challenged in a number of different ways. 
but we, we always find a way, you know, and that's something you can't really take for granted, um, and it's hard to quantify. Obviously, we have a ton to clean up. I have a ton to clean up. I, I have not um, executed to the level of, of my standard and, and what that is yet, and you know, it seems to be enough. But in terms of the standard that um, I like to play to uh, consistently and I'd like us to, to play to consistently as a team, enough is never enough. Freddie, this is just a, a mature football team, uh, top to bottom in my opinion. When you look at guys defensively who's been with this organization for a long time, you look look at guys offensively that's been with this organization for a long time. Mm-hmm. Nobody embodies being a head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles like Nick Sariani. Nobody embodies being a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles like Jalen Hurts. And I think we get so caught up, and I'm just saying we in general. I know me and you don't. Right. But like we get so caught up in it not being flashy or the the highlight plays every time you see the Eagles offense go out there or every time you see the Eagles defense go out there or special teams that, okay, we, we don't believe in the Eagles. And what they don't do, they don't give a damn or a rat's ass one bit about what everybody else thinks, how things look. Right. They just go out there, and if it doesn't look right for three quarters, they stick around and they find a way to get it done in the fourth quarter. And people keep asking the question, like, when is this going to run out and when is this going to come back to bite them? I would flip it and say, isn't that a sign of a good team? Mm-hmm. Like, when you aren't your best, mm-hmm. you still figure out a way to get it done? Mm-hmm. But but it and and I understand and I know it's a sign of a good team because maybe not so good teams can do it once or right. maybe twice. Right. But when you can do it consistently, if you're not playing at your best and still win, that's hard to do, man. Yeah. It really is. It really. Well, Rex Ryan, ESPN NFL analyst, he completely disagrees with Messer Douglas and Coleman. Because he's concerned, even though the Eagles are 10 and 1. They have that championship medal. That's what they do. They prove it time and time again. They've been 10 and 1, by the way, two years in a row. Yeah. A hell of a football coach and a heck of a quarterback. All right? Yeah, you have to. But I look at it this way they're not getting any knockouts. Okay. So when you judge teams, uh-huh. you want to knock teams out. Okay. All right? It's like a boxer okay. that all he does is he wins by decision. Okay. They keep winning by decision. Sure. And I'm wondering uh-huh. if there's other teams that have closed the gap and they feel like, mm. hey, you know what? We got that knockout. There is no discernible gap in the NFL. The NFL is too competitive to say these teams are great. And everybody else is that far behind. That's the beauty of the National Football League. And Rex should know that, though. That's the thing. Like, he's coaching the league forever. And not for nothing. When he was in coach of Jets teams, they weren't exactly running away from teams. No. They they employed the same thing that the Eagles win. What do you want to do at the end of the day? You find a way to make sure you have at least one point more than your opponent. When did winning a certain way take a certain status? Because you know who says stuff like that? It's people trying to troll other people or trying to let it be known. I don't think the Philadelphia Eagles are that good. He even said it. And I love Rex Ryan. He even contradicted himself. He said, they've been 10 and 1 the last two years. And then he proceeded to say, they're not a good 10 and 1. Wait a minute. That, just like in the movie Harlem, in the movie of uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, that's like plaids and stripes. <laughs> that don't match. That kind of nonsense just drives me crazy. But I'm thinking, wait a minute. The price of winning. The Eagles are willing to pay that price. 
Anytime that you make a mistake, they make you pay. When they make a mistake, they don't allow their mistakes to cost them football games like we've seen them do time and time again the last two years when they've been 10-1 and back-to-back years after the first 11 games of the season. And, Freddie, I'm glad you said that because now I put the Philadelphia Eagles in the same category uh, the way I used to think of the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. When you're playing this football team, if you don't capitalize on your opportunities, shame on you. If you make mistakes against this football team, shame on you. Now, a lot of people kept talking about how the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen played an amazing game. Mm -hmm. Well, let me talk about some things that not a lot of people are talking about right now. Well, in that football game as well, James Cook dropped a touchdown pass. The two following plays after that touchdown pass was dropped, they got false start penalties, right? And they had to punt the football. Then they had a second and goal at the three-yard line. And then you had Gabe Davis trying to block Hassan Reddick. He goes and tackles Josh Allen, and he throws the football and gets an intentional grounding, and the field goal gets blocked. Then you had another missed field goal and missed opportunity. So more of the story is if you miss your opportunities against the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to make you pay Mm -hmm. because they're going to figure out a way to win the football game because you didn't capitalize off your mistakes. Did the Kansas City Chiefs not do that? For years and years and years, I sat sat there and watched the Jacksonville Jaguars the last three times they played the Kansas City Chiefs, have opportunities on top of opportunities, and squandered those opportunities, and the Kansas City Chiefs made them pay. That's how I view the Philadelphia Eagles now. If you don't capitalize uh, off every moment that you have, Mm -hmm. at some point they're going to make you pay. Newsflash, Freddie, the Eagles had seven possessions in the second half, including overtime. They scored – Five out of the seven, four of them being touchdowns and one being a field goal. They also know how to make halftime adjustments. They're pretty darn good, but they may not be believable as a 10-1 and one team. Let us know your thoughts on Philadelphia Eagles. What do you believe or not believe about them? Let us know the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. And we mentioned the Buffalo Bills. If they don't make the playoffs – you better not blame their quarterback. We'll get to that after Harry has this from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save America's Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees keep, helps you keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On this reggae Monday, known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Series X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You heard the call from Sports Radio 94 WIP about the Eagles beating the Bills yesterday in overtime. We're going to talk in a couple of minutes about what would happen if the Bills missed the playoffs. What then? 
But what do you have to say about the team that beat the Bills yesterday in overtime? 30-31 knows Philadelphia Eagles. Do you believe or don't believe in the Philadelphia Eagles, even though they're the only team in the NFL with only one loss? Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jihad in Texas, my friend, what you got to say about that? Yeah, I love to hear all that so-called Eagle love. You got, guess what? Here in the great city of Austin, Texas, baby, we hear all your mouth. We hear how you talk. Oh, Dak is not even MVP, whatever. Have you noticed that who needs the NFL in touchdowns? Dak Prescott. Who's number two in lower in, uh, in INTs? Dak Prescott. Who's in since number two? of uh, 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 passing uh, 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 efficiency in 75 behind uh, Brock Purdy, that Prescott, who right now, right now, we are the number two team in the NFL, in the NFC, who's going to dethrone the so-called Eagle myth. So in two weeks, you're going to see the knockout, you'll see it in Dallas, baby. So I want to hear all your punters, all, you're going to make all the excuses, oh, Dak did this, oh, Dak did that, the Eagle one playing it, it wasn't important. Yeah, I want to hear all the mouth. So the with you and tell Stephen A. Smith, please come to Dallas. We want to hear. Please tell Slim Shady, bring the yeah. bill. We want it. Hey, Jihad, how often do you listen to our show? Jihad, how often do you listen to the show, Freddie and Harry? How often do you listen to the show, brother? Oh, he's gone? Oh, oh yeah. I love y'all show, man. Oh, so, Jihad, you should know I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> uh-huh, I know you used to be. Hey, but I heard you used to talk. What do you mean? What do you mean? Hold on, Jahad. Hold on, Jahad. Jahad. He called you a fake Cowboys fan, Freddie. No. Don't instigate. Jahad, I've been a Cowboys fan longer than you've been alive, boss. I go back to the Roger Starback days, Troy Aikman days. If anybody's more of a Cowboys fan than me on this network, that person does not exist, even in the state he of Texas. He called brother. you fake, Freddie. You a fake Cowboy. He said you a Jets fan. And I, and I know you a Jets fan. He said you ain't no real Cowboy fan. You a Jets fan. Hey, Harry, how's your team doing at 5-6? and six? At first place in the division. <laughs> in the NFC South. I mean, come on now. But listen, I, I got something for Mr. Jihad. But check this Please out, do see. before I because get him. It, in two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, that Sunday night football game in Dallas. See, mm-hmm. I want you to drive from Austin, Mr. Jihad, because I'm going to be in Jerry's <laughs> world. I'm going to be in the building for that one. <laughs> I want to see the Dallas Cowboys dethrone the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, yeah. do I think it's going to happen? Yeah. Hell to the no, no, no. Yeah. But I'm going to be there. Yeah. Jihad, I, you make sure you're there, too. I want you, to, I want you to be there, and I'm hoping that Jihad is right. But, hey, Jihad, let me school you on something here, bro. The last time I checked, our team has not won a Super Bowl, and you probably win even a baby. Don't so, remind us. So, so, so we, if we're going to have that conversation, our Cowboys got to prove it. We talk about the Eagles got to prove something with one loss. If anybody's got to prove anything, and as much of a Dak Prescott apologist that I've been, I'm not going to apologize for a Cowboys team that has not won a Super Bowl since President Clinton was in office. That's four freaking presidents ago. So if you want to talk about – Jahada, give you credit – Going to talk all that noise about our football team? I, if our football team doesn't win, you're behind better going to hiding. I'm now, telling I, you right now. I, I need Dev and Shannon really quick. Man, the man that said, Freddie, a freight cowboy fan, y'all. I need it. Dev, how you feel about that? He can say whatever he wants. It ain't true. I saw the blood in Freddie's eyes. I know. Fake Cowboys fan? Oh, yeah. When, when Jahar called, he was like, yeah, I want to talk to that fake Cowboys fan, yeah, Freddie Coleman. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. You, I, I was like that. That's right. I tell you what. If the Cowboys win, I'm going to be thrilled beyond compare. But I guarantee you, if the Cowboys don't beat the Eagles in two weeks, Jahar's behind will not be calling this network. I guarantee it. I'll, we'll see how fake that is. If you're going to be for real, you're going to be a real Cowboys fan. Be real when they're losing. 
And I don't want that to happen. But I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you, Harry, if the Cowboys don't beat the Eagles in Dallas in two weeks, if you better find your hide and say, here's the number, and your monkey behind better call the next day. Because <laughs> hey, I'm up here saying to myself, man, ain't nothing about fatty fate. Uh, fate. Jahad thinks differently. He said he a fake Cowboy fan. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You might be right, because he is a Jets fan. I'm gonna, <laughs> man, I'm going to strangle you. Derek in Indianapolis, do you believe or don't believe in those quote-unquote real or fake Eagles? Look, man, this is very simple. Thanks, first off, but I believe in the Eagles. I think it's sad at this point, though, and it's a reflection of society that we literally are having conversations about a team that's 10-1 and mm-hmm. about how great they are or that they're not that good. And it's, it's name another team that's 10-1. The other problem here to me is, my bad, my GPS is talking to me, but actually in the last 10 years alone, there are only five teams that have a better winning record in the last 10 years. Not to mention when we go back 20. Come on, man. Get out of here. <laughs> no, Derek in Indianapolis, but there, there's a lot of real going on here. We had a, 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 a pseudo-Cowboys fan talking about the Cowboys haven't won anything since 1996. And you got Derek keeping it real about the that Eagles. It, it's true with Derek in Indianapolis. Believe me, I want to be wrong about the Eagles as a Cowboys fan. But I'm not going to sit up here and say, man, that's a bad 10-1 team. Ooh, that's a real fake team in Philadelphia when they constantly seem to be winning these games. They've been in double-digit deficits, Harry, the last four times, last four games. They found a way to win those games. One on the road in Kansas City, and, yes, they've been down in double digits twice to the Buffalo Bills. As a Cowboys fan, I want my team to be that way. I want my team to – well, I look at that team and say, yep, I trust that team that can win a championship. I look at my Cowboys team right now, can't trust it until I actually see it. I'm not trusting that when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and I think it's the level of teams that they've been able to beat the last three games. You talk about the Cowboys at Kansas City, Buffalo. Now they play the San Francisco 49ers next. And I'll tell you this, mm-hmm. if this Philadelphia Eagles team win this game, get this football game, because I do believe at some point, that at some point you got to lose at least one of them. That, that, that's, that's just me thinking logically, yeah, right? It's the NFL. But what if they don't, Freddie? What if they don't? Like, this yeah. team, to me, man, it's just it's – it's amazing. And they know how to deal with adversity in, in the right manner. Yeah, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, together being as real as possible we can. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, 888-729-3776. Do you believe or don't believe in the Eagles, even though they're, they have the best record in the NFL? Dan and Buffalo, what do you have to say? This is why Cowboys fans make me crazy. Cowboys fans make me crazy. Welcome to my world. I'm a Cowboys fan. (laughs) I know, and I'm trying. I'm really trying. Eagles are going to go to San Francisco, beat San Francisco. Let's say say they beat San Francisco. They'll be 11-1. They go to Dallas. They play twice every year, and they're going to split. So the Eagles are – say they lose to Dallas in Dallas. Okay, not the end of the world. Cowboys fans are going to go nuts. See, we beat you. You're still going to be second place in the NFC East. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I don't get. Yeah. Dan, real quick, as a Buffalo Bills fan, are your Bills going to make the playoffs? Listen, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. I live in Buffalo. My wife didn't even look at me this morning. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, no. So, Dan, wait a minute. So, is your wife a, 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 a Buffalo Bills fan? Born and raised, guys. Born oh, and raised. Man. I've got so, the same guy all day today at work. It was a rough day. <laughs> so, Dan, hey, man, listen, you know what that means. Brother, yeah. No, don't shut down the playground on Dan. Don't do hey. it. 
Don't do it. My boy going to be on probation. Don't do it. Don't shut down the playground. My boy going to be on probation for the next two weeks. Don't shut down the playground on Dan because I'm sure his wife has more concerns about the playground being shut down in her Buffalo Bills. Losing a tough one last night, Josh Allen, he was fantastic. 339 yards, two touchdowns, ran for 81 yards and two scores. If they don't make the playoffs, don't blame this guy. And Josh, all the losses are equal, but this one going into the bye, having 10-point leads is staying a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, how do you recover from that? Well, we got to refresh, get healthy for this next week, and you got to attack the rest of the season week by week. Harry, I'll ask you. You look at this Buffalo Bills team right now, 6-6. Six and six. Their next game's after the bye. At Kansas City, home versus Dallas. At the Chargers, home versus the Patriots, who beat them early this year. And at the Miami Dolphins. Do, does your gut tell you that they can make the playoffs or they won't make the playoffs? Anything is possible because you have Josh Allen as your quarterback. The thing about them is that when you're fighting for a playoff spot and you've already lost to the Denver Broncos and you've already lost to the Cincinnati Bengals who are fighting for playoff spots as well, mm-hmm. I think you're behind the eight ball. And I think I'm more concerned about the defense yeah. of the Buffalo Bills because I'm going to bring up three games, Freddie, when they needed to get a stop versus the New England Patriots and Mac Jones from going down to score a touchdown to win the game, they couldn't do it. When they needed to get a stop versus the Denver Broncos recently, right. they couldn't do it. They needed to get a stop versus the Philadelphia Eagles multiple times, and they couldn't do it. I'm more concerned about that defense mm-hmm. more so than I'm worried about Josh Allen in the offense. Me too. Me too. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I'm and, 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 and that yeah. schedule was a gauntlet, man. I, I, I don't know how they're going to be able to get those victories with that defense not stepping up the way they need to step up in certain moments. And that's my biggest concern because offensively, whatever the elixir was to fix Josh Allen the last couple of weeks, we've seen that. I know he threw a pick yesterday. That was more the Eagles play made a better play on the ball than Josh Allen being reckless in See, that I, situation. I kinda, it's Bradbury did make a great play. He did. But I've seen that type of play from uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, where it's cover two. And the cover two corner understands that Stephon Diggs is lined up outside, so they're not worried about number one. So I've seen those guys pump that football and throw a line drive in the honey hole. I know Deb like that. (laughs) Throw it in that little honey hole. And apparently so do you. (laughs) So it it was a great play by Bradbury. I would have loved to see Josh Allen throw that ball in that honey hole. But at the same time, you know, Things happen at, at, at the blink of an eye during, during the football game. Yeah, keep weighing in. I, I think the Bills are not going to make the playoffs. That schedule is too daunting, and they've had too many of those kind of losses that we saw yesterday. That leads you to believe they're going to flip that around with that schedule involving the Cowboys, the Dolphins, as well as the Chiefs part of their final five games after the bye. Keep weighing in at the Dr. Pepper Conlon line at Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Do you believe or don't believe in the Eagles? Can't wait to hear from you at 888-729-3776. And once again, now what for the future of the New England Patriots? Bill, there have been a lot of headlines surrounding your future with the organization and even some national media members, Dan Orlovsky being one of them, saying that you already have another destination. We'll find how Patriots coach Bill Belichick answered that question. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. On this Reggae Monday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance, he is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You heard the call. 
on 90.4, the sports sub with the Patriots having a chance to tie the game versus the lowly Giants. But then again, if the Giants are lowly, then what are the Patriots? They lose a 10-7. to And Harry Douglas, one of our producers, who shall remain nameless, Devin Kane, the pride of St. Bonaventure, you are convinced that he missed that field goal on purpose, Devin Kane, or are you just trolling? Ah, 50-50? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Patriots had the ball with, I want to say, 50 seconds at the Giants' 30. Mm-hmm. With two timeouts. That's right. They decide to run the ball three times to, to kick a field goal to go overtime. Why don't you try to win that game? I realize Ooh. Bailey Zappi's your quarterback, but like mm-hmm. they just gave up to kick a field goal to send it to overtime. Mm-hmm. And that, that yank, he yanked it. He yanked it. I know the weather was bad, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Guess what, Brother Dev? Oh, I, don't, I don't think you're wrong with some of the things that you're saying. Oh, stop the conspiracy I, theory. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this situation – why am I kicking a field goal to go in overtime? Like, like, why not just go for the win and, and call plays and keep the pedal to the metal and be aggressive? You know, like, why? are you just satisfied? Are you settling? Caleb? Like, like, why? You like, know. if you if you can have a number two overall draft pick, he ain't taking a quarterback anyway. Why not? Again, Bill Belichick, he he's not taking a quarterback that high. They're, they're going to roll with Mac Jones again? He, oh, they, they'll, fire, they, they'll fire his ass then. Well, they're not going to fire his behind, but put it this way. If he don't, if he got the number two pick and he the guy picking and he don't take, and he don't take I'm sorry, a quarterback? Harry, have you not seen Bill Belichick last 25 years? When is he? Mac Jones fell to him three years ago, three drafts ago. If he didn't have to, if he didn't need a quarterback, he wouldn't have taken him in the first round. Let me tell you this. If he don't take a quarterback – Give me the handcuffs so I can lock him up, lock him up and throw away the key. Because you, you he got to go. Well, put it this way. No matter what his future is or what it's going to be, we are now at that question, now what? And at the press conference, <laughs> and, and they replayed it on the Greg Hill Show on WEEI, the person part of that show asked the question and wait to hear Bill Belichick answer that question about his future in or outside of New England. Bill, there have been a lot of headlines surrounding your future with the organization and even some national media members, Dan Orlovsky being one of them, saying that you already have another destination set in place for next season. Do you have any comments on that? I'm sure it's it's annoying to hear your name in headlines when it comes to you specific while you're focused on this team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Can you ever imagine yourself coaching anywhere else? I'm just trying to do the best job I can right now. Obviously, I need to do better. I don't know why it's so funny to be man. But it Bill always Bill, is. Bill Belichick is hilarious not trying to be hilarious. I know. He's like the worst, best comedian ever. Man. <laughs> Seriously. I'm just trying to do the best job right now. <laughs> she had this whole 25-second question, and all he said was, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like she probably think I'm gonna try to phrase this question the best way I can thinking I know it's gonna bother him but I'm gonna get some kind of answer that's ridiculous that's all he said here's what Bill Belichick wants this is just me spitballing on Freddie and Harry Harry Douglas Freddie Coleman together on ESPN radio he's not gonna draft a quarterback no matter where the pages are going to be he's not gonna draft a quarterback in the first round if Bill Belichick has his way, if he's still around next year, and I firmly believe he's going to be around next year, I firmly believe he's still going to be in charge of things next year. Robert Kraft, with their history, they're not going to take that away from him because they know if they do, then he's going to go somewhere else. He's not going to want to lose that kind of power. This is all the makings of Jimmy Garoppolo making a call west to bring back a certain quarterback named Jimmy Garoppolo to come back to play for New England. 
He didn't want that guy to be traded away in the first place. He wanted that guy to be the successor to Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady said, hey, Robert Kraft, a word? The next thing you know, Jimmy Garoppolo was traded to the San Francisco 49ers. This is just me. That's the quarterback he really wants. And he's willing to find a way to bring him back east because he ain't going to be a part of the Las Vegas Raiders this season or next. And I'll say this. If that's the quarterback that Bill Belichick wants, I'm not going to be upset at Patriot fans wanting Bill Belichick to be gone. I get it. Because you have an opportunity. Right now, you have the second overall. You're in the position to take the, uh, have the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to take a franchise quarterback to reset things. I get From it. a money standpoint, also a guy that – Yo, pick of the litter outside of probably Caleb Williams. You could pick anybody else at number two. Probably going to be Drake May. And you don't do that? Bill Belichick, that is a crime. That is a sin. And you shall be punished for it if you do not take a quarterback at number two. Slam the gavel. Boom. That's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Freddie, I'm, I'm just trying to do the best job that I can right now. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how people can find that riveting, Bill Belichick, because he's going to be Bill Belichick every Monday on the Greg Hill Show at WEIFM in Boston. But He's not changing. Man, that that's radio gold for me and you, because I know if I'm a Patriots fan and I got to sit through that and hear that, I'm thinking, God, he's not saying anything different until he said that's ridiculous. I'd, I'd be nervous as hell to ask a question if I was a reporter. I'm going to be honest. I, would ask, I wouldn't be nervous. You know what? Ask him any question. You're going to get the same answer. You're going to get the same response. Yeah. You can ask him the greatest question in mankind. That's ridiculous. You're getting stuff like that from Bill Belichick. He's, all, he's always been that way. I'm focused on this week. <laughs> on the You'll Cincinnati. get the plain answers from Bill Belichick. Got to coach better. Players got to play better. Teams got to be better. Teams that are better are the Ravens and the Chiefs. Should we trust the Ravens more than we believe in the Chiefs in the AFC? Freddie and Harry next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.